Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges, and this is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we are studying the Word of God. We're studying the Bible in order to know God better, in order to follow Christ better. We're studying 1 John, which is a letter written by the Apostle John late in the first century to a group of churches in the area of Ephesus. We are in episode 24, and we're looking at 1 John chapter 3, verses 14 and 15. John writes, We know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers and sisters. The one who does not love remains in death. Everyone who hates his brother or sister is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. Well, John's been talking about this contrast between followers of Christ and followers of Satan, between children of God and children of Satan. And so, He's using the example of Cain as the murderer, the example of hate for a brother, and that that's what the people of Satan do. They hate. On the converse, those who are children of God love. So here, verse 14, he says, we know that we've passed from death to life because we love our brothers and sisters. Now, he may be making reference to something he recorded in in his gospel, John 5, verse 24, John recorded Jesus saying, Truly I tell you, anyone who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not come under judgment, but is passed from death to life. The same language. This is the language of Jesus passing from death to life. Jesus came to bring life, to bring salvation, to bring forgiveness of sin, which is death, to allow somebody to be born again and pass to life. So this transition, everyone is in a state of spiritual death because of sin, separated from God. But when we come to Christ, when we come to faith, when we go to God in faith of what Jesus did on the cross and confess our sins and ask for forgiveness, God forgives us, God adopts us, and that's when we are born again. We're actually born. Make that transition from death to life. John says, we know we are in that condition. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers and sisters. This is the evidence that we are followers of Christ. Those who have passed from death to life are followers of Christ, children of God. And the evidence is that they love their brothers and sisters. This goes back to, again, to John's gospel. The night of the Last Supper, Jesus said, I give you a new command. Love one another. Just as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. By this, everyone will know that you're my disciples if you love one another. Now, Jesus didn't just say, I would really like it a lot if you guys would love each other. It would just really please me. I'm going to go to heaven soon, and when I do, I'll look down. It'll just tickle my funny bone to no end to see you loving each other. Now, he phrases this very strongly. He says, I give you a command to love one another. And then he follows that up with the comment that, and that is the evidence that you really are my followers because you do love one another. And that's what John's picking up on here. The evidence that we have made that transition from death to life 
is because we love our brothers and sisters. And this goes along with what he's writing about in this letter. You know, there's, there's two classes of people. There's those who are followers of Christ and those who are not. And it doesn't matter what label you have applied to yourself. What matters is the evidence. What matters is how you live. You can't say you're a follower of Christ unless you are actually following Christ. And followers of Christ love other followers of Christ. Well, then he gives a kind of the, the counter position here. Uh, the one who does not love remains in death. That is, there's no evidence of life. Therefore, we can conclude there is no life. This brings up a thought that Paul gives in his second letter to the Corinthian church. 2 Corinthians 13, verse 5. Paul gave him a challenge. He said, test yourselves to see if you're in the faith. Examine yourselves. Or do you yourselves not recognize that Jesus Christ is in you unless you fail the test? So what would a test be? How would I test myself to see if I am really in the faith? to see if I really am a follower of Christ. Well, the evidence that John's giving here is, do I love my brothers and sisters? Do I love other followers of Christ? If I say, no, I don't, I failed the test. And John's taking a pretty hard position there. You, that is incompatible. To not love your brothers and sisters is incompatible with being brothers and sisters. And so that would be a test of the faith. Then verse 15, he says, everyone who hates his brother or sister is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life resting in him. Well, this is going along with his, uh, the theme he's been using here, that you're either a, a child of God or a child of Satan. And Satan is a murderer. So if you're a child of Satan, you would be a murderer. And if you hate your brother or sister, you're not a child of God. You are a child of Satan. So as a child of Satan, you are like your father. You're a murderer. This also goes along with language that Jesus used in the Sermon on the Mount back in Matthew 5, where Jesus was going through the statement saying, well, you've heard this, but I say this. You've heard that the actions matter, but what really matters are the matters of the heart. Matthew 5, 21, 22, Jesus said, you've heard that it was said about to our ancestors, do not murder, and whoever murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you, everyone who is angry with his brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Whoever insults his brother or sister will be subject to the court. Whoever says you fool will be subject to hell fire. Here in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is equating anger to murder. Anger is the action, but it comes out of a condition of the heart. And Jesus says what really matters is the condition of the heart. Here John is saying in his letter, what matters is action, because action is the evidence of what happens in the heart. So everyone who hates his brother or sister is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life resting in him. God is love, and as children of God, we love, particularly other children of God. Well, let's bring this down to real life here. What if there's some people I don't like 
who are brothers and sisters in Christ. Some people are, well, they're, they're difficult. They're hard to love. I know sometimes I'm hard to love. What do we do with that? What if there's people I would rather not be around? John uses the term here, love. And so I guess you would have to ask the question, do I really love this person? And I have to ask it honestly, because it's very easy to say, oh, oh yeah, I really love them. I just can't stand them. Well, is, is that really love? And we are talking issues of the heart. So if there's somebody I really have a heart issue about, somebody I really have, I really couldn't necessarily honestly say, I love this person, then, well, it goes back to, then what's that the evidence of? That's the evidence there's a heart problem on my part. What do I do with that? Well, I talk to God about that. And uh, I look to, to God to, to work on my heart. That's something the Holy Spirit does as he does heart surgery on me to bring my heart closer to God's heart. So if there's somebody who I have trouble with, somebody who I would like to avoid, someone who I really, really, really have a hard time with, my, my best suggestion is make it a matter of prayer. Two directions of prayer. One is pray for this person. Honestly pray for this person. Don't pray God smite them mightily and make them more likable, but pray that God would be at work in this person's life to help them be all that God wants them to do, to be all that God wants them to be. Pray for this person. Pray for their well-being. Pray for their family. Pray that they would grow in their faith. And then pray for yourself. Confess to God what your heart issue is. Ask God to touch your heart. Ask God to help you see this person the way God sees this person. And as you pray for this person and you pray for your heart towards this person, you'll probably start to see some change. It's easy to just say, well, you know, there's some difficult people and I don't have to like everyone. That's true. And some people are very difficult. And you don't have to necessarily like everyone. But quite often, that dislike, I, I don't know if I could honestly say I love this person because of the level of dislike. And so that becomes an issue of, if I look back to this passage here, where John's saying, if I hate my brother and sister, or even I don't love my brother and sister, am I really a follower of Christ? So make it a matter of prayer. Talk to God about this, because God wants us to love one another. Thanks for joining me. Join me next time as we continue working through 1 John.